There are a lot of hard things you can deal with in life. I'm just giving you 10 of them. If I don't list something that you've gone through, I want to hear about it. Tweet me at Patrick Bay David. And by the way, if you have not yet joined the notification squad on Value Team, and click on that little alert button on the bottom here. Every time videos come out, you'll be one of the first to hear about it. So let me get right into it. In no specific order, every one of these things are difficult. I'm just sharing it with you. Okay, first one, getting married. Marriage is not the easiest thing you'll do in life. Here's why. How often have you argued with yourself? How often do you get along with yourself? How often do you find yourself being annoyed with yourself for so many different reasons, right? Have you done that before? Now think about it this way. Add another person on top of your own self. So you don't get along with yourself, let alone find another person to get along with. And then you have your financial issues, his financial issues or her financial issues, her family, his family, cousins, relatives, gossip times two and a half, and then go out there and do your business, do all this other stuff that you have to do. By the way, I did a video on this that gets into very specific details. It's called who to marry and how to marry. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend anybody who is single, not married yet, to go watch it. If you are married, avoid this video at all costs. If you're already married, it's just for the people that are not married yet. Parenting is number two. Let me tell you why parenting is also on this list. Think about it this way. You can work at a place that doesn't work out. You can quit and go to another place. And that's fine. You don't have to put up with that person ever again. You can have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, breakup, even a husband or a wife. You can have a divorce with and you'll never have to deal with them ever again. There's a lot of people that got a divorce, haven't seen their ex for 40, 50 years. But if you have a kid, that's permanent. That kid is going to be part of your life forever. If you are somebody who wants to be known as a good parent and you want to do your responsibilities of being a parent, your heart, one is here. If you have one kid, there's another heart that's walking all over the place. If you have two, three, you got three, four of them all over the place and you're always thinking about them. You can be in the middle of an office. You're doing whatever you're doing. You're still thinking about it. You're wondering how they're doing, how's their health, you know, what they're going through. Are they doing okay? How they're doing? Whatever it is for the rest of your life. Parenting doesn't come with a manual. You kind of have to figure out a way how to parent by itself. You can read all these other books. There's just a lot of surprises that comes on top of that. So it's one of the most difficult things you'll ever do in your life. Number three, becoming an entrepreneur has got to be one of the hardest things you'll ever do. This is why. You have no idea what it takes to run a business if you've never ran one before. You could have been, a, I know many great executives, but they were lousy entrepreneurs. I know many great salespeople who were incredible at selling, but they were lousy entrepreneurs. Imagine if you have a personal life and you got a wife and kids and family and a husband, all this other stuff you're handling, right? You got another family that you're running as well that's relying on you to make all the right decisions to stretch the dollar, to make sure you don't make any bad mistakes that cause us the business to go out of business. Half the time, you have no clue what to do because you've never been there before. Number four, health. You don't ever think about health unless something bad happens to you when it comes down to it. If you've always been healthy, you're like, oh, whatever. Health is something your grandma tells you. Take care of your health. You don't need to think about your health. I'm 27 years old. I'm always going to be healthy. Five years ago, all of a sudden, I catch myself, I can't talk. I can't even raise my voice. Matter of fact, go watch Valuetainment videos when they used to be two minutes with Pat and listen to my voice. My voice coming out, you don't even hear it. I couldn't even come out and speak to you. So it happened for a week, for two weeks. We didn't think it was a big deal. I started drinking honey, all this stuff. Three weeks, four weeks, a month, two months, three months. Six months this is happening and it's getting worse. I go to the doctor, he looks at it, he says, this may be cancerous. And he looks at my uh, tonsils here. He says, this may be cancerous. We need to do surgery immediately. We do a surgery. They cut it out. They said, we don't know what it is yet, but we're going to let you know. I'm in Colombia when I get the news and they tell me that this is not cancer, it's benign. But I couldn't talk 
for a month straight on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving to me was a week after the surgery and I wasn't able to speak for one straight month. So at Thanksgiving, I'm sitting there, everybody's saying, Pat, finally we get to do the talking and you have to listen to all of us because you can't say nothing back. I had every single relative talking smack to me on Thanksgiving. It was probably their best Thanksgiving they ever had. But you know what happened to me? Here's what happened to me. In that month, I told myself, wow, we don't even think about it. We get paid to talk. I'm in the business of talking to people, selling. If I can't talk, can I really express my feelings to another person through text or communication? Imagine I'm trying to sell something. Here, can you read this please? Can you read that please? Wouldn't happen. This is a gift. Health, you're young, you think you're infamous for the rest of your life, you're untouchable. Believe me, it's one of the most important things. That is why it's important to take care of it while you're younger so you don't have to deal with it while you're in your 70s and your 80s. Number five, overcoming addiction. Now keep this in mind. Everybody you know is addicted to something. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. Some people are addicted to TV, some people are addicted to video games, to porn, to sports, to athletics, to ESPN, to sex, to business, to making money. A lot of different types of addictions. And they're not necessarily going to hurt you tremendously. But addictions to things like drugs and alcohol that can really ruin your life. I remember a close friend of mine. And this friend of mine was at a point where he couldn't give up Vicodin at all. We were at a restaurant and we are inside. And we just came back after I was trying to introduce him to a pastor that could work on him. And he cried two hours straight in front of this pastor in Pasadena, right? And we come back. We're sitting there at the restaurant all the way in the back. So this friend of mine goes to his car to get something out of his car. I said, I'm going to follow him. I want to see what this guy's going to do. I follow him outside and I come to the side of the car and I'm just looking around to see what he's doing. And I notice he took the pill bottle and he opened it up, put five Vicodins in his mouth. He's about to go like this. Boom! I held his wrist. I said, what are you doing? He says, what do you mean, what am I doing? I said, what are you doing? I took the pill bottle, put it in my pocket. I took the pills, put it in my pocket. And in that specific moment, I saw a grown man go through every single possible emotion. You can manipulate somebody else into giving you something. I love you. Give it to me. I'm going to kill you. How dare you take this away from me? Every possible emotion you can think about somebody going through to manipulate them, to giving it to them. I was watching him going through this whole thing. My friend standing next, I said, we're not going to give it to you. And we went through the process. Now, in this scenario, unfortunately, we went, we took him to a rehabilitation center. 14 days came out. He was good for a week. And all of a sudden he passed away. He it was a bad story on how it ended. But this is the point. I say this to you because two years prior to that, he was already picking up some other drugs that he was working with and everything was graduate. I kept telling him, avoid this stuff. Stay away from this stuff. Look, this is the point of the story with addiction. I've seen many, many people be able to overcome it. Many, many people overcome it. I've seen many people say, I am willing to exchange this bad habit I have, and they go through a certain system. There's many great organizations that help out. I share this with you for a couple of reasons. Number one, anticipation. If you haven't touched it, don't even think about getting close to it. If you have messed with it, do whatever you can to control your discipline, get away from it. If you're in too deep, go seek help immediately because this thing can completely ruin your life and hurt a lot of your loved ones, and you don't even know about it. Number six is a loss of a loved one, which by the way, it is something every one of us is going to to experience at some point of your life if you keep living, right? Think about it. I'm in the life insurance business. This is what I do for a living. I sit with thousands of families. We sit with and we tell them about the fact that God forbid something was to happen to your breadwinner one day, what are you going to be doing, right? And we can't replace this person emotionally, the loss that you're going to have. But to make sure we can give you some income or some money for you to be able to take your time mourning for the loss of your loved one, here's why you need a half a million dollar policy. That's the business side of it. You know how many times I've heard stories when somebody comes back and they 
die and nobody expected it and it happened out of nowhere. And they didn't think anything was going to happen because this can happen to the best of us, right? Many people have experienced it personally. And again, this is why the key is anticipation to know that every one of these things is possible. If you just kind of look at it and say, it'll never happen to our family because we're so young, you got to be prepared for it, both emotionally and financially. Number seven, leaving people behind. And what do I mean by leaving people behind? Listen, whatever you want to do in your life, you got to kind of leave your comfort zone, the friends, the family, the cousins that you hang out with all the time that know you for who you are. You're saying, this is who I may be today, but man, I want this life. And for you to do this, you got to leave them behind. Do you know how many friends I had that when I was deciding to go and spread my wings, this was the one line. You ready? Here's a line. Hey, Pat, so have you made your millions yet? <laughs> Pat thinks he's gonna be a millionaire, guys. Where's the millions, huh? I used to see you drive a Ford Expedition. Now you come with a Ford Focus. You are definitely becoming a millionaire. It looks like you're going backwards more than anything. I remember all these stories, every one of them. I went from a big Ford Expedition. I'd go to all the parties. Everybody would go in my car and we'd go together. I lost everything, 49K in debt, and boom, I pull up in a Ford Focus that I can barely fit in. Everyone would say, this is the guy that's gonna be a millionaire. You're the guy that's gonna be somebody we should follow and do business with. Give me a flipping break. And I was hated by my friends for five years because I have to leave them behind. You want to come with me? Let's go. You don't want to come with me? No problem. I got to go do what I got to do. You ain't never going to pay my bills and I'm not paying your bills. I got to go do my part and I have to go out there and do it. It is not an easy thing to do. But if you're watching this, you're going through it. If you truly are serious with the effort backed up to it, go out there and get exactly what you want. Number eight, handling success for the very first time. Now, some people may say, Pat, what do you mean this is difficult? One, the moment you start having success, all eyes on you. Everything is on you about a small little mistake you made, they tweet about it. Small little thing you say it's off, family frowns upon it. Here's a few other things. So, oh my gosh, I like your nice car. I noticed you bought a nice house. We're really going through some tough times in our family. Can you give us $50,000? Oh, yes, mom, yes, uncle. What should I do, mom? Well, that's your family. How do you not give your uncle? Why do you make all this money? You make all this money so you can help your family, right? It's the right thing to do. And so you listen to your mom, your dad. They've never made millions before. Here's 50K, here's 20K, here's 80K, here's 70K, here's minus $300,000 of debt again. So you're back to score one. Why? You don't know how to handle success for the very first time. So what do you do about it? Anticipate all this stuff. And once you get it, learn to say no and learn to say, I don't lend money, but I'll give you 50 bucks. You want $1,000? I won't lend you $1,000, but I'll give you $100. You want $50,000? I don't have $50,000, but guess what? Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. You'll become a master at saying, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Followed up by no, not at this time and you move on. And to people realize they can't constantly call you about money. Number nine, trust has got to be one of the hardest things to do. Here's why. It's very easy when you're a kid and you have your first puppy love and you love her and you don't think anybody's going to do anything to your life. You ever seen that movie, Couples Retreat, when they're sitting down with the therapist and the therapist says, you know, you're taking the heart, doing nothing to the heart and boom, somebody breaks your heart. That's what happens a lot of times when you're the first time going through somebody crushing your heart. After that, you know who you trust? Nobody. You don't trust any, your next girlfriend, your next boyfriend friend, you think everybody is going to take advantage of you. And that rebuilding of trust is a difficult thing. This happens in business, with parents, with family, with mom, with boyfriend, with friends. This happens with everybody. And by the way, probably the best thing that happens to you is somebody that does something to you that makes you lose trust. Why? The sooner it happens, the sooner you'll know signs, the sooner you'll know what things to take a different approach with to prepare in case this does happen. But then eventually you also realize life is about trust. You know, there's a lot of time when we'll sit with people and we're sitting down doing a 
agreements, arrangements, you write it on a piece of paper. You know why you write a piece of paper and put a contract in place in business? Because that person had an experience that they didn't trust somebody and the other person has as well and they say, listen, I don't want to have to go through this with you ever again or anybody else. You want to just put on contract? Yeah, we're good to go. Let's get to work. Very simple. This is going to happen in business. It is going to happen in life. But if you anticipate it and you have ways to protect it, you're good to go. And last but not least, number 10, massive failure. Listen, I experienced this at the highest level in business early on because I went up and I was the one everybody was talking about and then boom, I had a big fall. Such a fall that it completely messed with me to the point where I was hiding from the world for one month. I didn't want to leave the house. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to pick up calls. I didn't want anybody to see my face. My facial hair was growing. I wasn't wanting to see anybody. I was just accumulating debt over debt over debt. And so when this happened, I had to figure out a way how to make a comeback. Matter of fact, I did a video once called how to make a comeback as an entrepreneur. If you are going through this right now and you want to find out more specifically how to get out of it, click on the link below to watch that video. That video is specifically made for you. In closing, listen, none of this stuff is exciting. No one wakes up in the morning saying, I would like to experience one of these hard things in 2018. Nobody does. But in reality, millions of people do on a daily basis. And this is why I used one word, and that is anticipation. The key is anticipation. Look, take every one of these things. We're going to give you a PDF. If you click on the link below, there's a PDF. When you print out that PDF, you go through top 10. What I want you to write down next to every single one of these hard things that hasn't happened to you yet, maybe, or it has happened to you, but if it does happen to you, what can you do to anticipate and prepare for it and prevent it? What is it that you can do? Make a list of it and then make that your plan of action to make sure you don't experience these 10 things. And if you do experience it, you're prepared for it because the entire key again is anticipation. Having said that, you got any questions, send me a tweet at Patrick Bay David regarding today's episode. And if you haven't yet subscribed to this channel, click on the subscribe button right down here. We're getting close to a million subs. We're about to have our first live valuetainment conference where everybody around the world is getting together. I'm getting so many exciting messages and I cannot wait to meet you at the next, the first live Valuetainment Conference. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.